You're listening to the Mental Health Download from the nonprofit Mental Health Association Oklahoma. On the Mental Health Download, we are typically interviewing subject matter experts on various topics related to mental health. But this week, we have a special episode. It's a story about homelessness and its solution. What happens when someone is evicted from their home? For some, the answer is buying a room at a motel, which is what Shade and Cheryl did until they ran out of money. Then it was buying a tent. The reality is there are a lot of factors that can contribute to someone experiencing homelessness. Loss of job, personal debt, low wages, or simply not enough affordable housing. For Shade and Cheryl, their life quickly spiraled and they went from living comfortably in an apartment with a job and a car, just like everyone else, to sleeping in a tent, uncertain where their next meal would come from. Why are people experiencing homelessness is a question we've been asking this week after the point in time counts for Tulsa and Oklahoma City found that more and more people are finding themselves without shelter. But more importantly, what can we do about it? Shane and Cheryl are an example of what happens when programs, business partners, churches, and individuals come together to end homelessness. A Tulsa company, Luxa, donated $5,000 for Shane and Cheryl to live rent-free for six months and provided career counseling services, which connected Shade to employment And then City Church donated all of the supplies needed to make their new apartment feel just like home. In this episode, we want to give listeners a chance to join us. First, as we visited Shade and Cheryl on the first day they moved into their new apartment, thanks to Adopt-A-Home. And then second, after they lived there for exactly one month. This story starts in their new kitchen. Cheryl stopped loading in groceries to tell us exactly how they ended up living on the streets. We were um, roommating with a friend of mine, you know, sharing the rent and stuff. Um, and they basically, you know, we would give them the money for the rent. Um, they didn't end up paying the rent with the money. And um, we didn't have a job at the time, so we were, you know, doing side jobs and different stuff, you know, and trying to do uh, remodeling and make ready with the landlord. And so, you know, we didn't have that steady income coming in, so it wasn't like, you know, once they spent the money that, you know, next week there was a check coming in that we could replace it. So um, we ended up, everybody got evicted. So there went most of our belongings. And um, from there, it's just been one thing after the next. Then he had, um, I mean, we had a car, he had a job, everything, you know, and it's just one, like I said, one thing, it just compounded and compounded before you know it. We was living in a tent over there at 11th and Garnett. I got down, we was renting rooms, and I got down to like $60. And I was like, I don't know, you know, we can either rent a room for one more night, or, um, I mean, I don't know what else to do, um, buy a tent. I was kind of being silly, but that's what we did. And so that $30 that we used for the tent ended up being, you know, a better investment than $40, $50 you should go to spend on the room. The couple found a path out of their current homelessness when they first connected with a Better Way van, which is a program that connects people in Tulsa who are panhandling with a chance to work on a beautification project 
for cash plus lunch. You know, the, you know, like that van that comes through, you know, and it has you go pick up trash, you know, people's got their pride, they've got this, you know, million excuses. Don't want to get up in the morning, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and, you know, we didn't think that that one day, you know, going to work, that that was going to lead into all this. Kelly Wilson, the director of Employment First at Mental Health Association Oklahoma, was there on the first day to help the couple settle in. She explains how impactful the donation was from City Church and how the group thought about everything the couple might need for their apartment. We are in the process of putting together like the bath mat and the shower curtain. Um, we've already stocked the pantry and the bathroom and so we're just going to make it a home. And then the rest of all these goodies, um, you know, comes from the City Church group and they just, they are so supportive. I um, want you guys to know that um, they really are very proud of what you guys are doing and very happy for you and they are here to support. Um, they've invited you all to attend their church whenever you want. Just to let you know that you're very welcome to come and attend their church. They welcome you guys and um, they wanted you guys to feel at home. Um, they know how hard you guys have worked to get to this place and they want to support you through that. So. We appreciate that. It's been a great, great blessing. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they thought about everything. I know, they thought about everything. There's, there's a calculator. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a tape measure. A tape measure. Yeah. It's just amazing. And so, yeah. cookie sheets, bowls. We just couldn't be more thrilled with what they came up with. And, yeah, it's been, it's been a blessing by quite a few people. Now, the furniture will be delivered, I think, after 1 o'clock. Okay. Um, so, there will be a full size bed and frame, and there will be a recliner and a little table and two lamps. Yeah, so we get you started with that, so you have somewhere to sit, <laughs> which is always nice. Um, City Church also provided some snacks for them, so they're getting, I mean, they're just, they're ready, ready to start living. One of the best parts about their big move is now Shade's commute to work is much shorter, which means a lot because his main form of transportation is a bike. It's a little closer uh, to work for Shade. Yeah. So, oh, good. yeah, he won't have to ride his bicycle. What was it, seven miles now? Uh, 14 round trip. 14 yeah. round trip. So now we'll be down to what about six, six round trip. Okay. So that is, that's awesome. Before leaving the apartment on the first day, we asked them how they felt like society sees them when they're experiencing homelessness. We um, were no good. We were probably um, criminals. We were probably. Um, you know, druggies, trash, like we, you know, um, why don't they do something to help themselves? Shade urges people to take a moment to see the humanity in other people, even if they are experiencing homelessness. Just talk to them, talk to people. Maybe you can't really judge somebody by looking at you know, what they're going through. Maybe they have college degrees and stuff like that, be well educated like she is. I have a degree and stuff is going to sound worse. Get to know them before you judge them. After our conversation, we left for the day to let Shade and Cheryl settle in. But a month later, we planned another visit. In this next part, we are having a conversation about this experience in the car on our way to the apartment. The reason for this visit is that the couple is going to get to meet another important partner that helped them in their journey. Frauke from Luxa is visiting just to say hi and see how everything is going. 
Luxa is the Adopt-A-Home sponsor, and they paid the $5,000 to cover rent and case management services for six months. So Matt and I are on our way to Shade and Cheryl's house. They are uh, a part of our Adopt-A-Home program. But uh, when people hear a home, sometimes they think, you know, house. Uh, but for them, their home is a, a one-bedroom apartment. So the apartment complex that they live in is, is one of the association's uh, really cozy apartments. We have sprawling complexes that are a few hundred units. And this is just a handful of units. And what it becomes is a little a little community, a little village. You know, it's where literally the apartments uh, units face each other. Um, you know, there's one side faces the other. And so what that does is that every morning people are greeted by someone directly across the way. You know, they become friends, they become family, they look out for each other, they celebrate holidays together. And so it's less of an apartment and more of just a family. We just had a, a big storm last night here in Tulsa. Uh, tornadoes were across Oklahoma, you know, and as Christy and I were taking shelter in our homes, um, and we felt, you know, scared, but we had shelter. You know, it was really, I was really mindful that there's people who didn't have a home, who didn't have a shelter. And that's what Shane and Cheryl were experiencing just a few months ago. They were um, living out wherever they could, um, you know, trying to stay invisible so they wouldn't get, you know, those, those petty fines and things that can mount up. And, you know, they were just trying to survive. And so, um, what was awesome about Shade is that he um, got it hooked up with our A Better Way program, which is a uh, program that picks up people who just want to make a living wage instead of panhandling on a street corner. They want real change instead of pocket change. And so he worked a day on the van, um, you know, made his $65 in cash that day, but then he connected with services and then he connected with um, an employer here in town that um, is is paying him a good wage and so uh, Shane and Cheryl um, not only do they have a safe place to live they have sustainable income and they have hope that they can you know make a real change in their life so um, but last time Christy and I went to go visit them they just moved in and so it's been a few weeks and so we're excited to see what their house actually looks like. You know, when, when we moved in, they were just getting their dogs settled and um, they had really just turned the key on this place. So to see how they have transformed an apartment into a home is really, really exciting. Yeah, they were literally unpackaging like new curtains and, and bath mats. So it was just an empty apartment that they were just now starting to make a home. In fact, uh, the furniture that had been donated hadn't even arrived yet, so it was pretty empty space. Yeah, and it's still raining. Um, we've had flooding all over the place since yesterday. We're passing a couple that's uh, panhandling right now on the street corner not too far from Shade Gerald's, and that's that was them. That was, you know, they were on street corners asking for money. Um, but they didn't want to, you know, they didn't, they, they were asking for money because they didn't have any other way to make money. And so when you give people a, a chance at employment, second, third, and fourth chance at employment, then the amazing thing is that they end up, you know, where we're going right now, which is home.
This recording happened after some pretty wild weather in June. Oklahomans spent a lot of time talking about all the tornadoes and the flooding, which is why we asked them what they would have done if they weren't living in an apartment. Yeah. Hi. Hey, Mason. All right, how you doing? How you doing? Where's your puppies? They're in the bedroom. <laughs> we shut them up in there. Here, have a seat. Come sit, yeah, please. Quiet. Here. So, uh, so what have you guys been doing? Uh, like, how do you guys respond to severe weather when you're experiencing homelessness? Um, there's not really much that you can do whenever you're homeless. I mean, you, you go and try and find somewhere up out of it, you know, like under an eave or under, you know what I'm saying, something like that, somewhere. Um, it, uh, I don't know, it, it was, yeah, like I said, I mean, we should have been scared, I guess, you know, I mean, because the tornado hit, like, Pine and uh, Lewis or something, and one hit off Archer, you know, and Harvard right through there, um, but, yeah, I mean, I wasn't really worried about it. I mean, we watched it, don't get me wrong, but I wasn't really worried about it, because, like I said, I mean, we could come in here and shut the door and be away from it, and it never, you know, it didn't really faze me much. Frauka arrived a few minutes after Matt and I, and the Adopt-A-Home sponsor and the couple finally had a chance to meet. Well, we have a Hi, very Sherry. special hey, guest nice to see you. Um, yes, uh, Frauka right here. Do you want to say hello? How are you? She is the Hi, wonderful Sherry. sponsor that is Hi, so nice to meet you. They're housing for the six months, so yes. we just wanted the, the opportunity for you two to meet each other. And, Kind of get an update on how things are going since we last moved you in what um a month yeah yeah whole month today yeah yeah oh wow today okay there you go frauka brought them a welcome basket a few little fruit and snacks and oh, okay. hopefully Okay, well, and I have to tell you, I shopped on an empty stomach, so. <laughs> we asked Frauka why her company was involved with Mental Health Association Oklahoma in the Adopt-A-Home program. We do accounting and um, human resource services. Oh. We work with mostly small, mid-sized businesses, but we also work with a lot of nonprofits. Right. And, um... So it's like accounting and bookkeeping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, cool. um, yeah, I have to tell you, I'm blessed that Every single employee in the company has a community heart. I think um, if they can understand and appreciate and see firsthand the impact of being able to give somebody a fresh start, it really makes a huge difference and gives people that opportunity who really want to have that reset button and move forward without having to worry about whether or not they have enough money for rent or a hotel. Um, that that may seem insignificant or trivial, but it's huge to the person who does worry day in, day out where they're going to go home to. This has been so much help, I mean, more than we could ever even imagine, you know, but it hasn't been a handout. It's been like a hand up, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you take a step and we'll take a step. Back to the original question, how are we supposed to end homelessness in Oklahoma? The answer is everyone working together. There isn't one program, one organization, or one company that has the solution. Instead, it's everyone playing their part. 
there are many ways to get involved. You can adopt a home with a $5,000 donation, which you can learn more about by visiting mhaok.org forward slash adopt dash a dash home. But you can also give to our Better Way program by texting ABW to 898 or visit mhaok.org forward slash donate to learn about planned giving and kind gifts like welcome baskets or other types of financial gifts. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mental Health Download. We appreciate your support, and as always, go do good things.